Hello, it's time to build your empire. Sophie Zolman, owner and founder of Sophie Zoe Virtually There For You, is sharing the secrets to building a better business and taking back your time. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Building Your Empire with Sophie Zoe. I'm so excited for yet another wonderful guest. Uh, today, I wanna to introduce you to Nina Frori. She has seen it all from the early 90s on independent features to big national TV commercials, corporate mega shows, and Emmy award-winning documentary films, including one she produced and directed called Abraham's Children. Today, she's super excited to enable business coaches and service-based entrepreneurs to grow their businesses with fun plus easy video marketing so they can attract their ideal clients. Nina loves spending time outside, especially in the Swiss Alps, where she's from, and her owner is a Dachshund-Yorkie mix called Tigger. Nina, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming you. on. I'm so excited to have you today. Thank you so much for having me. It is my pleasure. Well, let's dive right in. Yep. Question I ask all my guests. What is your best advice for business owners who want to scale their business to the next level and beyond? I mean, there's so much advice there, right? And um, asking for the best as a video marketer and actually beyond being a video marketer, I think just in general, um, I would say that it's just a little magic word, consistency. And that holds true for just about anything that you do with a business, but um, certainly holds true for marketing and video marketing. So if... You know, I'm, I'm, I work a lot with people to get them sort of from being accidental experts or sort of unseen experts, overwhelmed experts to sort of move them into a place of authority um, and industry leaders. And in order to move from one to the other, yes, really important to know your stuff, to, you know, have niche down and really own sort of the space in, in your industry that is yours um, and finding your voice and, and, and showing up uh, authentically and in a way that attracts your, the people you want to attract. But all of that, all of it is for not, if, if you can't keep it up and do it on a consistent basis. And I think in the end, uh, that is the mo most important thing. And the consistency is not just a physical consistency. You know, in my case, it would be, um, you know, making sure my clients understand that they adhere to a posting schedule or that they, you know, uh, make sure that they have a content calendar planned out in advance and make sure that they uh, maybe, you know, bulk produce their videos. So if shit hits the fan, um, they are not, you know, sitting there with their pants cut off, but they actually have a library of videos that they can, you know, source from. Uh, and then sometimes it's absolutely wonderful and cool to do ad hoc stuff. And I'm very much a fan of it, but you want that plan B, right? Because um, we all know as small business owners, particularly, there's not a huge, you know, staff there where you can redelegate and reshuffle people. It's you, maybe a couple of VAs if you're lucky and that's it, right? So, so the, so that's a physical consistency, but then there's also the part of the sort of intellectual consistency. So having clarity on what is your messaging? What do you want people to do when they engage with you? Like what is the path of engagement and, and make that a consistent, pleasant, um, awesome experience. Um, and, and that is as much part of consistency than anything else. 
I love that because a lot of people talk about consistency. I myself talk about consistency. But there, yeah, there are multiple facets of what consistency is in a business because there are so many components that go into growing a business and scaling a business that consistency in all those areas really is important. So video, you said you like to have that, you'd like them to have a content calendar and have everything prepared. What about lives? What is your take on live versus pre-recorded video? So, you know, I mean, both of them are video, but other than that, they're completely different delivery mechanisms. Um, so, I mean, on the surface of it, you know, live is something that you go on. It's for the moment. You're there. You're doing it. And that's it. Right. You're, you're on the hook for whatever comes out of your mouth right then there at that moment. Now, yes, you can delete it afterwards. Just saying. But um, the pre-produced, what I call pre-produced or canned videos, as in in a can, uh, that's an industry term uh, from you know, working too long in the film industry. Um, so pre-produced content has a couple of advantages in that, um, you know, you can you can reshoot and reshoot and reshoot. You can actually reshoot too much, right? Until you it like it, it comes out of your ears again. You have more control over the process. Um, but the process is also more labor intense or can be more labor intense if you're allowing it to be. And that's that's one of the things actually we focus on a lot is making sure that you keep even your pre-produced videos as simple and quick and fast and easy as possible. Um, so and I think the the expectation by the audience is to see a pre-produced video be more together Whereas alive, I think there is a lot bigger forgiveness for uh, flubs or for, um, as we just had a little audio f- um, thing going on in the background, you know, stuff like that. So I think on a live, you know, if if my little tigger starts barking, that's just that's just going to happen, right? Um, whereas in a pre-produced video, if I had I once had a client who talked over her barking dog and and then submitted the video into our you know club, I was like, no, uh, 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 you had you had control over that, so no, redo. And I rarely, you know. So anyway, so I think there's 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 definitely, um, uh, you know, those are sort of the two big major differences. Um, I also feel that, you know, with a live, you have to go much longer because you need sort of that first couple of minutes for people to find you, to congregate, to listen to you, et cetera, right? So um, I always think of a live, the first couple of minutes or sort of chit-chat, like, you know, introduce your guests, that kind of stuff. Whereas with a uh, pre-produced video um, that plays in your feed, and I'm mostly talking about social media video here, um, and mostly LinkedIn, by the way. Um, you know, you have all of 2.7 seconds. Imagine that 2.7 seconds to pull someone in. So if you do chitter chatter in the beginning or a nice logo thingy dingy with, you know, um, a music sting on it, you've lost your audience before you even opened your mouth and said anything. So you just have to also get to the point instantaneously with a pre-produced video, whereas with a live, you get away with more, more of sort of the, the warm up, warm up in the beginning. Love it. Love it. So let's, let's take this step one step further, whether it's live or pre-produced, what is your take on fully scripted or bullet points and then kind of sort of winging it and flat out winging it? 
when it comes to the content and you saying what you're saying on your video? Yeah. Yeah. That's an excellent question. And my favorite answer to, by the way, everything is, it depends. So I think it depends. Um, and I'll give you examples um, and why I'm saying that. So, and those are the three, and I'm very happy to hear uh, and see that you're leaving out the teleprompter thing because teleprompters for me are from the devil. If they're not, if they're not done professionally with a professional teleprompter person who adjusts to your speech patterns, um, it's just awful. I mean, unless you're like a lawyer or are in the field, medical field where you have to stick to script verbatim, don't do the teleprompter thing. So, um, you know, everybody is different. So when I started doing videos my, for myself, um, which was kind of funny because, you know, here I am, I'm a, I'm a producer, I'm a, you know, film director, and I had no clue how to create videos for myself for social media. I mean, I started from scratch. Now, my learning curve was really fast because, you know, I'm in the business and I know what I'm, you know, what I, what I want. I just didn't know how to get it. Um, so the very first videos I shot were with one of you know these homemade teleprompters, and they were awful. I was stiff. Um, it was you know it was it was just I was like a deer deer in headlight in in the headlights. Um, then I started learning my scripts by heart, and I found that I'm not a trained actor. I'm not a trained speaker. I'm I'm just a filmmaker, right? So. Um, when I did deliver my learned by heart scripts, you could tell that I was like fishing in my brain for the next sentence and they were awful. Um, and then I started doing, uh, I remember I once was in a rush, had needed a video for something very specific and I just sat down at my desk and I just, I just went for it. And oh my God, the engagement on that video went from no engagement on all my previous videos or, you know, very anemic engagement to like people coming out of the woodwork saying like, oh my God, it's so great to see you. Oh my God, it's so wonderful to experience you. And that's when it clicked in my head. I was like, okay, this is what we want. We want that authenticity. We want that immediacy. So what, so like my, and, or my business partner is a trained actor. I give him a script he learns it and then he can deliver it as, as if he really means it and just came up with it. But most people cannot do that. So I would say have some bullet points. Um, if I do my shooting, I normally do bulk shooting. So it's worth the, you know, the biggest labor intense part of it for me at least is having to do my hair, wear something decent and, and put some makeup on, which, you know, normally I don't. So, um, if, if I'm going to do all of that and, and, you know, readjust my lighting and whatever, then I might as well do more than one video. And I just have, I have, I know what I want to say. I know what I'm very clear on my call to actions, most important thing. And then everything before the call to action is more or less winging it with some bullet points. Um, and even if those videos turn out to be a little longer than what is recommended, which is like, you know, 60 seconds, maybe max three minutes, max three minutes. Um, it's fine. I'd rather be authentic and get my point across the way I am with my clients when they get on the Zoom with me um, than erring on the side of, you know, I'm hitting it at 59 seconds to be under a minute, but I'm stiff as a board. Right. I like that. And that's, that is so key. And I, I love that you did bring up the teleprompter because I did actually recommend a teleprompter app to someone the, uh, to uh, recently and, um, and she was like all for it. And I, it, for her, it will probably work because of her, the, the way she is, mm -hmm. but you're right. I mean, I've tried the teleprompter apps and if I don't get that speed just right, you know, you're sitting there going, 
waiting for that next line to come up or it's too fast and you're either it's too fast and this is the thing we don't speak at the same cadence the whole time right so the teleprompter i found works for anything that is 30 seconds or less because within 30 seconds we probably keep the same pace but anything beyond that you want to make a pause you want to speed something up you want to you know again you want to be natural and you just can't do that and even the little like you know fast forward or or slow down um you cannot be charismatic in your body, be fantastic on video, and at the same time worry about where your teleprompter is, right? <laughs> and true. and the other thing is it's also a technical point. So professional teleprompters on a professional camera are at least six feet away from you because those cameras have big lenses that bring you in, right? So right. if I'm standing here and I'm looking six feet out to read a teleprompter, no one can see my eyes go back and forth. But if I have a teleprompter in this proximity on my laptop or, if, you know, on my phone, and I'm going to go back and forth to read the thing, I mean, you know, you just can totally tell that I'm on a teleprompter. That's And so that's another another drawback of those handmade, you know, phone or laptop prompters. Good. Yeah. And that is a valid point. I didn't even think of it from that perspective because, yes, when you're in a professional like studio setting and they've got the big full camera back there with the teleprompter right next to it, you look like you're looking at the camera. And because the screen is big enough, you can see without going like this. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> like the, read the book, yeah. you know, on camera. It's like, oh, what is she doing? She. <laughs> Uh, yeah. She watched a tennis too, match. <laughs> that, yes, that too. And and you know the prompters actually are mounted in front of the in front of the cap of the lens, so that they're mounted in 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 front. So uh, you're actually looking at the lens as you're looking at the prompter. What I have seen people do successfully, if it's a longer script, is that they um, use bullet points on the prompter, um, and I think that can work. Um, what I do is when I do my courses, which are even those, I, I'd like to keep my videos super short, but even like my videos are maybe five minutes max. I have maybe one or two that are 10 minutes in my course that has maybe, I don't know, 50 videos. Um, I just record them in a software like StreamYard where I can have a slide up at the same time. And then I just use my own slides to get myself through the script. And that works really, really, really well. Yes, I love that. Yeah, for for courses and for anything that's a demonstration, you can use slides as your script. And that way you're not sitting here reading a document or trying, you know, <laughs> it's it's and definitely anyone. not, you know, you clearly reading something verbatim from a Word doc or a teleprompter or anything like that. Very good. I love that. And and if you do, I mean, and two, sorry, there's two more things I want to just quickly bring up on that topic because I think they're really important. Number one sure. is... Never, ever, 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 ever have a cheat sheet because even if you hang it right next to the lens, like for me, like right up here, um, again, because the relationship between you and the lens is so close, people will see you looking at the cheat sheet and then you look shifty because you're shifting your eyes over and back and over and back. So I always say if, if you do a two minute video, you can remember what you wanted to say. So like, you know, wean yourself off of the cheat sheet immediately. <laughs> And uh, the second thing now I totally forgot. So, yes, let's move on. <laughs> okay. No problem. If you think of it, you know, before I'll we come end back the to show, it, yeah. you know, come back to it. But, you know, so this has been really great. And I'm sure my people are getting some really great video tips out of this. 
Tell us where they can find you, Nina. And is there any, you know, tell us about maybe those courses, anything you have to offer where they can learn more about you and the services you provide and see if they're a fit and if they want to, you know, take you in and on, so to speak, to, to yep. do, do video better. Yep, absolutely. So, I mean, uh, first of all, my company name is Clockwise Productions. I have a website, which is clockwiseproductions.com. And on the website landing page, there is a quiz, which is our, um, uh, you know, lead magnet, so to speak, our way to draw people into our ecosystem. It's a great way to do if you take the quiz. It's a great way uh, to benchmark yourself to see where you stand with your video marketing and um, and that puts you into our email system so you know what's going on with us. We, we, we do just two emails um, a week and I, I do not ever abuse my email list for any other promotions. So it's, it's a very clean list. Um, but, and if you wanna see video marketing in action on social media, I really would love it if you would follow me on LinkedIn because you actually, we do as we, as we teach so, you know, I, we post every day and we engage a lot with whoever comes into our ecosystem and we have video up three to five times a week. So it's a really great way to experience the many different ways you can create video with just, you know, this here talking head and um, how you can keep it interesting and and fun such that your audience keeps coming back for more. Uh, so that's and to also experience how we do the close um, the call to actions and all that. So I think that is a great way to to um, to connect with me. Um, as far as our courses go, um, we, we have a we have a little you know we have a couple of them. Our signature course is the Connect and Con Convert cohort, which is a six month program that puts you from learning or relearning how to do video and editing in a very fast, easy way. And then we actually go with you into practicing. And, you know, as we go along, we add the finer points of video marketing and um, also help you post online, come up with strategies, come up with content. So it's a really comprehensive six-month course that has you going from wherever you're at to um, being a regular poster with your videos on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram, but LinkedIn is sort of our sweet spot. Um, I would, I would definitely say. Um, and for that is again, um, just, you know, follow me on, on LinkedIn and, and shoot me a DM, a, a message, and I'll be happy to, um, book a call with you because everybody comes into our sy system with via a call. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Nina. This has been really great. Another perspective on video marketing, because everybody, you know, thinks differently and, and works differently. So it's always good to have different video experts on to get everybody's take on it so that they can take what that what works for them and, and leave the rest behind. So thank you for being on the show today, Nina. And thank you to my listeners for showing up. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so. And I will see you all next week. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Building Your Empire. For more tips on business building and living your best life, check out our website at sophiezo.com or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Have a great day.